Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. Hope you're all doing well. If you're new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out the channel. If you're someone who's been here before, thank you for showing up again. Let me just ask that after watching the video, if you find you enjoyed it or learned something, please do me a favor and smash the like button and subscribe to the channel. And if you want to support the work I do, please consider a Patreon subscription. I'll leave a link in the description. Now, let's dig in. Remember that former chief of the Suffolk County Long Island Police, James Burke? He served as police chief for three chaotic years before he was forced to resign in 2015. See, he'd beaten up a suspect in custody and then tried to cover it up. What a mentor for the officers below him. Those are just some of his crimes. He spent time in prison for these actions, as did the district attorney at the time, Thomas Spoda, and Burke was recently arrested for soliciting a male escort, shall we say. When Burke became the police chief of Suffolk County, the investigation into the murders of the Gilgo Beach victims was just a month old. Burke quickly proceeded to obstruct and derail the investigation by refusing to let the FBI and the Nassau County Police assist. For 13 years, the case of the Gilgo Beach victims went nowhere and Rex Hewerman, who stands accused of the murders, was left to his own sick devices if he is indeed responsible for those murders. You have to wonder if Hewerman had been caught back in 2010 or even 2011, would that have possibly prevented more young women from dying at his hands, his rather large hands? James Burke's legacy may also haunt a trial if Hewerman ends up in a courtroom. Veteran defense attorney Karen Conti, who served as John Wayne Gacy's death row lawyer, recently told the U.S. Sun that Burke's troubling history of corruption and deviancy will be capitalized upon by Hewerman's lawyers to cultivate reasonable doubt in the minds of jurors during a trial. Conti said, quote, and the idea that Burke has been arrested again may taint the whole investigation because it could be that Hewerman's attorneys use the fact that a dirty cop and dirty prosecutor were in charge of the investigation initially. And they could use that to say this whole investigation was focused away from Burke and toward their client, Rex Hewerman, who's now the fall guy. I'm not saying that would be a winning argument, but it's certainly what a good defense lawyer would argue, and it may help to distract jurors from some of the damning evidence against him, end quote. This is distressing to hear because the Gilgo Beach victims and their families have been denied justice for so long. To hear that James Burke's deviant behaviors could further taint the case is infuriating. Conti made it clear that if she were Hewerman's defense attorney, she would explore the Burke situation and use it to try and pick apart the case. Conti indicated that she would present James Burke as another possible suspect in the case. And we know there are already conspiracy theories about Burke possibly being involved 
In Shannon Gilbert's death, Conti said, quote, if he has any sort of alibi, then great. If there is some way they can prove he was with one of the sex workers and they survived afterward and that the DNA was on her because of some prior contact, that would be effective. Having another suspect is a really effective way of picking apart a case, and James Burke, with his background, certainly offers them that. So you just lay it out and you try to find reason doubt, end quote. So there you go, a window into how a defense attorney might exploit the James Burke situation to Rex Hureman's advantage. I'm sorry, but that really makes me angry. It also doesn't help that it's possible that more than one serial killer is responsible for the dead bodies along Ocean Parkway. I say this because at least two of the victims were dismembered, which doesn't match the modus operandi of the Gilgo Beach 4 perpetrator. Hewerman's alleged victims were wrapped in camouflage burlap. Some of the parts of the other victims along Ocean Parkway were wrapped in plastic, and they were also found in separate locations with pieces along Ocean Parkway, and some far away in Manorville, Long Island. Criminal profiler John Kelly told the U.S. Sun that he believes a second serial killer may have been operating on Long Island at the same time as Hewerman in what's been called an incredibly rare coincidence. Two serial killers using the exact same stretch of beach. The theory of a second serialist could contribute more reasonable doubt to Hewerman's guilt in the mind of jurors. You can be sure Hewerman's lawyers are going to exploit all of this to shift suspicion away from their client. Defense attorney Conti talked about the possibility of a second killer as well. She said, quote, It could be that as police are reinvestigating all these bodies and realizing there might be a second person, which is strange because in that small area, how could there be two killers? The statistics show that there are approximately 50 active serial killers going on in the country at one time. So to say that there are two in the Long Island area at one time really kind of defies logic. But maybe they found evidence that shows that Hewerman didn't do these other ones, and if he didn't do them, then maybe they're seriously looking at other evidence and suspects. James Burke has proven himself to be a liar. He's been convicted for violently beating someone. There was supposedly violent porn that was found in his car. And when the FBI offered to help in this horrible case, he, for no good reason, inexplicably turned the FBI away. All those things are very suspect. And again, his attorneys will likely be looking at that, end quote. And when she mentioned his attorneys there, she was talking about Rex Hewerman's attorneys. Conti also discussed similarities she sees between Hewerman and her former client, John Wayne Gacy. The similarities she saw include that one, both were successful in their professional lives. Two, both were married with children and both were married twice. Hewerman was married once before Asa Ellerup. 
Her name was Elizabeth Ryan, and that marriage was said to be short-lived. Three, both were hardworking. Four, both had lives that were productive and profitable. Huerman ran his own architectural firm. Gacy managed three KFC restaurants. I hope that doesn't taint your love of KFC chicken. Before starting his own construction firm which was actually the perfect business for a guy who wanted to be in the company of attractive young men. Both engaged in planning their crimes. In Huerman's case, there were belts, tape, and burlap, allegedly. In Gacy's case, there were ties, ropes, and boards. Six, both men targeted people who were small in stature. Apparently, Gacy had a thing for men and boys who were both small in height and weight. That might be a practical issue because it's easier to move smaller people. Like Huerman, allegedly, Gacy liked escorts. Conti also said that she believes both Huerman and Gacy were sadists and both tortured their victims. Conti stated, quote, The people who are good at serial killing can hide in plain sight. Those who have a family, a business, a house, and who can conduct their lives in an otherwise orderly fashion. And then they have this side to them that nobody seems to know exists, a side of them where they murder, end quote. During her interactions with Gacy, which took place during his final months of life before he was executed, Conti said she considered Gacy to be a shell of a person, or merely someone impersonating a human being. Gacy Perconti had a disarming sense of humor, possessed the typical social graces, and appeared polite and otherwise engaged, though it became evident to her that Gacy was simply acting and not really being authentic. Conti said, quote, I marveled at his duplicity. I spent hours with him on some occasions, and it was incredible to me how someone could be so evil and do the horrible things that I know he did, and then just talk to me like the average person. He would stand up when I walked into the room, and he'd be funny. He has all these tools that he used to get people to deflect on his evil nature, and I could see how he was able to get these boys and men to do what he wanted them to. Before his arrest, all these people, including his wife, had been asking him all sorts of questions, like, why does the house smell so bad? And no one ever thought it was him. It was so interesting to see close up how a serial killer is able to deflect, and while it's something I couldn't do, it was so instinctive to him. End quote. Conti believes that Rex Huerman is likely a sociopath and a narcissist. She described him as being a person who thinks the rules don't apply to them. They act like the rules apply in the company of others, in their jobs, and in society. But truthfully, they don't think the laws apply to them. You're going to see that he likely thinks he's the smartest person in the room. Gacy certainly had that trait. And even though they both know killing is wrong, they won't feel that it's wrong because they have no conscience. 
Gacy would dehumanize his victims by referring to them as bodies or asking why their parents didn't realize when they went missing. Heuerman investigators may be witnessing something similar, end quote. Although Gacy was convicted for 33 murders, many, including Conti, believe he did in many more, perhaps as many as 45. Unfortunately, during Gacy's reign of terror, and after getting caught, the technology simply wasn't there to ensure every victim was accounted for. This is in contrast to Heuerman. Conti believes investigators today will be more successful in finding additional victims, if Heuerman has any. Conti feels that Heuerman likely went on trips to Vegas and South Carolina to become more familiar with those places. Then, once comfortable, he was able to commit his alleged crimes there as well. Time will tell. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories, hey, do me a favor, smash that like button. It's a free way you can help your girl, and I'll see you next time.